1: Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard.
2: Hey, parents. We all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation.
1: Hello. My name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at CoachTWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams 24 Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you.
0: by front of the show, Coach Casey Alexander of the Lipscomb Bison up there in Nashville. Coach, uh, how's it, how do you feel up there at Lipscomb, man, getting ready to go to New York up there, man, and play those Wichita State Shockers, man?
2: It's been good. Uh, guys are having fun. Excited about the trip ahead. Opportunity that's in front of us. Nice to be playing this time of year.
0: You got there right, Coach, and I know how much you love this team that you have, man, getting coach these guys still. Into late March and then into April now. So how did you keep your team focused, Coach, after not getting to this double tournament, losing that tournament game at home there, keeping your guys focused on the task at hand yeah. in the NIT? Well, I, uh, I'd
2: be lying if I said it was easy. Uh, we, we took a few days to lick our wounds, and, um, you know, we had about a week before we even knew where we were playing, when we were playing, who we were playing, anything else. And so we, we actually needed that time. But, uh, you know, once we – once we figure that out, and then especially once we got that first win over at Davidson, a really good team and a tough place to play, um, you know, all the juices were flowing again and kind of bit back to business as usual now.
0: Speaking, speaking of that game, Casey, I mean, you were down the majority of that game, man. You was down, the crowd's going crazy, but then your guys in the second half, about five minutes to go, turn it all around. And you, and you held – and those guys shot well, 51%. Yeah. They made 11 threes, and you guys still got the job done at their place.
2: Yeah, it said a lot about our team, I thought. Just them, being, you know, hanging in there and staying with it and and playing from behind really the whole game. Uh, but, you know, making some tough plays and finally giving ourselves a lead. And once we took the lead, we kept it. And, you know, guys made big plays down the stretch. And so – you know, at that time we thought, man, that's a heck of a win. You know, it's going to be hard to be better than that. But I think we've worn up to the time or two since then.
0: You got there, right, Coach. And I feel like in that Davidson game, you got you played nine guys tough and they're only playing six men. I feel like the war but attrition, they were out of the gas and helped you, helped you all as well. So they were still shooting well, playing well, but you all got yeah. the job done because you had more men to
2: throw at them. No, I agree with that completely. Uh, we, we like to play a defense defense. Um, just you know, we you know we, we're a real high tempo team uh and so we know we're going to have a lot of possessions in the game and i just don't like having guys out there playing tired and you know for them to play as hard as we play on both ends of the floor i mean a lot of t- everybody plays hard defensively but we play pretty hard offensively with pace and so i like to keep guys fresh and, and give other guys opportunities and I, I do think that was the difference in that game
0: now look at the Greensboro game. I thought like that game was a big game for you guys because they were supposedly was the first team out for the, for the committee, and we, I feel like y'all should have got in. My, my personal opinion, y'all should have got in the tournament. My personal opinion. But I, don't, <laughs> I probably probably the guys felt the same way too. Like, hey, we should have been there. They, should, you know, I know we didn't get in, but we can show these show these people where are the list? Come, we can have a lot going for ourselves here. And you went there at the Greensboro Coliseum, played really well, excellent ball movement, held them guys on, on the forty percent shooting, and it's kind of. It was close for a while, and he blew it open there, kind of close c- 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 to that victory as well.
2: Yeah, it was a different kind of game. Uh, you know, we, we traded baskets for the first six or eight minutes and then took the lead. I think we were up eight or nine at halftime. And then, you know, then I looked up with eight or nine minutes to go and went up 27. And, um, you know, so that was just kind of a really good last 30 minutes. Guys played really hard, played really well on both ends of the floor. And we didn't do anything spectacular, but it was just incrementally, you know extending the lead, extending the lead, and then, you know, then it was over. So it was nice. I mean, that team is really good. As you mentioned, they were they were the first team out of the brackets They were the number one overall seed in the NIT. And, so, and that crowd was good, too. Uh, so it was nice to go in there and get that one as well.
0: I know and they were playing the year in SoCon as well. Westmore does a great job. And when I saw I saw the score, I was like, wow, because I know Greensboro is very good. Their problem comes with Wofford, and you guys were putting a whooping on them. I'm like,
2: man, the team yeah. <laughs> was, was playing uh, well. Yeah, we did. You know, we, we scored four points. Uh, we only scored four points in the last eight minutes of the game and uh, and still won by 18. So it was,
0: uh, it was a good day. Yes, indeed. And then you go back to Carolina again, Toronto's Coliseum on NC State's campus, a very historic place to play ball at. How First of all, how was that environment in Reynolds? First of all, I know it's been around for many years. Yeah. And, that, and that place has had so many great games. How was it to play that, that, that place against that team?
2: literally could not have been any better environment um you know i, we, I played was coaching a team that played at kansas uh, and that was pretty special uh, and obviously more people but um the, the crowd that we had at nc state i mean from from the national anthem until the final buzzer they were very loud. it was completely full the students were great You could you could sense their great tradition and you know what basketball means to that you know to that fan base and so it was it was a true road game um which is kind of my favorite part of being able to win the game I mean, obviously the stakes were high and we're playing for a chance to go to new york city and madison square garden but you know to go on the road in the acc in a really tough environment and go toe to toe and win the game says a lot about our team i think now
0: casey on to play with Kenny, did you just want to call a timeout and player? You was gonna let them go no matter what, and
2: let him make it back no. and make,
0: make, make a play there.
2: No, we weren't gonna call a timeout at all. We just had a timeout when we took the lead, and um, so in that timeout we talked about every scenario. Obviously, if we held them, then you know then they would have to foul us, so that part was easy. But you know, and then what we tend to do just depends on if if they score, you know what we do depends on how much time is left on the clock. If there's three or more, we're gonna do this. If there's or less, we're going to do this. And, you know, so we just want to get the ball in and race down the floor and, you know, try to have as as quick of a transition as we can. And we weren't able to do that necessarily, but, you know, I think there's more, I think it's better for the offense, you know, when you make the defense, you know, get back in transition and play on their heels and they don't have time to communicate and you think you have a better chance to score. You know, conventional wisdom says, hey, call a timeout, make sure you guys know what they're doing, but our guys knew what we were doing. We just had timeout. And so I don't want the defense to, have the chance to set up and talk about it and how they're going to defend and who's going to guard who and everything else. So that's what we choose to do.
0: Yeah, Casey. On that play, when you, as you watch, you can see they they were confused a little bit whether to come to him or not or stay with the shooter. So are you, your theory works out because you see it right there. Because as, as you watch that, they on that, watch the replay. They were confused a little bit there.
2: Yeah. Well, it's natural it's real natural for everybody in that moment to celebrate for a, a second or two. You know, I mean, even. Even if the guys are left in, it's, it's still going to take them a chance a second to find their man and realize, oh, my gosh, you know, they're playing. They didn't call out. we got to get back. And so, you know, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to pretend we got a great shot, but, you know, with, in that circumstance, we got a pretty good
0: shot. Hey, as long as it goes is a great shot. <laughs> no
2: doubt. No The result was great.
0: Yes, indeed. Now, Garrison, also, he set a record. But for you guys uh lives scoring forty four points and since you have been D one, he can right. go in that hostile environment giving you all those points, man. You had to love seeing that from your lead leader lead, garrison there.
2: Yeah, pretty uh, pretty impressive. You know, a guy that's literally playing to save you know, to keep his career going and um in in that kind of moment to you know, go in there and he set a record there too. That's the most points by an opponent in Reynolds Coliseum and so wow. that's been a lot of good players come through there and uh kind of a magical night for him. Uh, you know, but nothing, nothing too, out of the ordinary. there. You know, I mean, he, he a lot of points, but he just did it the way he does it, and, and he did it from start to finish, and, you know, that's how, that's how you rack him up, I guess.
0: Now, Coach, I'm pretty sure you've racked up so many bus miles going I-40, East North Carolina, you're glad <laughs> to turn a plane to go to New York now, aren't <laughs> you?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Well, NCAA's been good to us, so we've flown everywhere. So. Uh, oh, okay, good deal. You know, good deal. Yeah, yeah, we've <laughs> they've been all flights, and we've had two or three charter flights, and uh, so it, they've made it nice for us. But we're excited about where we're headed.
0: Now, coach, this is, I know you have this stat. You have your 14 now true road wins, the most
2: in the nation now. Yeah, that's um, it's pretty crazy. Uh, you know, and then and you think about we played all of our tournament games at home. We didn't play any road games in the tournament, so. Uh, to be sitting here right now and, and to be able to say that, is, um, I think that's a good. That it's a good sign of kind of what ta- what kind of team we have. You know, a lot of a lot of veterans, a lot of guys that have played in a lot of games that aren't going to get too worked up. You know, um, considering whether home, or road, or whatever. But you know, the the irony for me um, in this week is this game on Tuesday in New York will be our first neutral site game of the season. So we haven't had a neutral site game yet.
0: Wow, that that's every very interesting funny fact there. That,
2: you yeah. <laughs> that
0: game, a game yeah. thirty-five or six for you? Yeah, yeah
2: first, right. First
0: neutral yeah. game of the year. Wow, the most you teams yeah. play in one of those holiday tournaments that are exempt or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. or a Conference wow. tournament, postseason conference tournaments are usually neutral sides. So yeah, it'll
2: be uh,
0: unusual. Now speaking of that matchup with Wichita State, you know Coach Greg Marshall does a great dog his team. Prepared, they always play hard. So. Always see them guys on the film and how you guys can cause trouble with your barbou, but your Andrew you ex- is ex- ex- doing both things on the floor there, defensively and offensively there.
2: Yeah, the styles will be different. Uh, we, we we are very, you know, well aware of you know kind of what makes them tick, and uh, got great respect for how they play, their toughness, their physicalness, uh, good defensively, and so it'll take a it'll take a real you know locked in focused effort you know to have a chance to win the game, but. You know, but we like our team as well. We think that, you know, if we go in there with the right kind of mentality and, and, and play to win from start to finish, then, you know, then we'll be in position to do so. Now, Coach, the
0: NIT has experimental rules right now that, that they're working with. I want to ask you, do you think these rules will stick uh, after they review, the, review how it went this NIT season? And do you, do you like them yourself? Do you want any of them to stick, actually?
2: Uh, I don't mind any of them. Uh, the thing that would worry me the most, we're so post-oriented. You know, even though Garrison's our leading scorer, we, we play through the post more than most teams do, and so I don't like the wide lane. You know, the wide lane is there to you know, create spacing and you know, open up the paint, and make it you know a little more free-flowing. But I like to feed the post, and so I don't particularly like that one. But that's just because of our style. Um, but you know, it hadn't I honestly haven't really noticed mistakes. I mean, we I think. In the three games combined, I think we're 50% or better from three-point line, maybe. Uh, so then moving the three-point line back had not bothered, and uh, Rob Marbury's had good moments, and so that hadn't, the wide lane hasn't bothered him. And uh, you know, the foul thing I like—that's probably the one I like the most of the Barclays claims the most—is is resetting the fouls. Uh, I'd like they're doing—they reset them at the at the 10-minute mark. So I'd like to see some version of that, whether it's going to what the women do. Uh, where you play quarters or
0: whatever, I, I, I like that change. I love quarters. I feel like the quarters would be great for you guys. Count the NBA rule with the five, five, ten, five team fouls, you know, yeah. the one and one to me kind of is passe. We need, we need to sync it up at all levels. Even Hoskins, to me, Hoskins needs a shot clock to me, Coach, if you ask me. No so every, every level, we need a shot clock and quarters and 30, 30, 30, second clock or 24, however you decide to do it. But it, we have it synced up from youth on up to the pros and into fever.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I, I think that would be you know, just having a universal game. And, you know, it's, the way you, it's the way they play it everywhere else. So college basketball is the only one that doesn't have the quarter system, um, you know. And so, I, I think that would be a good change. And I do think it'll happen at some point in time. I, I'm not even sure if this is a year for rules changes or if that's next year. But um, I think it'll, I think it'll happen at some point in time.
0: That's one where I go for you, Coach. Last night at the Hawks game, Coach, I was rocking my Lipscomb Bison hat and my T-shirt, and they gave me heck for it. I said, "Look, my mom with the Lipscomb. Y'all y'all gotta be quiet here. They they're going (laughs) for them. I'm cheering for Lipscomb. I'm a Lipscomb Bison today. (laughs) So I was last at the Hawks game. I had on my Lipscomb hat, my Lipscomb shirt, showing my purple and gold pride for you guys, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, we've got plenty of room for anybody else who wants to come along. We'll
2: take them.
0: Yes, indeed. Well, Coach, best of luck to you on Tuesday night up there against Wichita State. Hope to talk to you after you guys win that title, man.
2: Sounds great. Thanks for having
0: me. All right, folks.